Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to Soul Led Spirit Driven, your weekly podcast every Friday. New episodes come out and I have the pleasure and privilege of being in your ears weekly. We are up to episode 51. That is pretty big for me. I am patting my back senseless now with pride and I have to come up with something epic for the next episode. Something really, really big. Can't wait. We have to celebrate. It's been a year almost, of weekly episodes. And today, I want us to dive into feeling stuck in your life, feeling lost, feeling like you don't know which way to go, you know you're here for something big, but you can't quite put your finger on it. And if you think I'm kind of like really scratching the wounds open here, I apologize. (laughs) But truly, this is what I want to talk about because a lot of my clients come to me feeling exactly like that, like they're stuck, lost in life, like they don't know which direction to go, which way to grow their business what to do they feel they're here for something big but they just don't know what it is and whether they come into my soul life path sessions or um you know earth school even or they do one-on-one with me the pretty amazing thing that happens for them because i already know this but for them is when they uncover that they're not really lost or stuck and so I want to pull this apart for you and and invite you into this well at the moment monologue but hopefully a conversation of feeling stuck in 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 your life um and my goal at the end of this episode is to make you see that you are not stuck at all or lost ever but something else is happening for you so often these clients who come to me and they have these feelings um feeling stuck feeling lost um knowing this knowing that they are here for something big but they just don't know what it is and as we pull back the layers what we uncover is that it is a a phase, a moment in in their growth. They're growing and expanding. So the life that they once knew, that felt familiar, comfortable, safe, was a no-brainer. All of a sudden, they've outgrown it. So it no longer feels aligned with them. And that brief moment between this old life and this new life 
this old them and this new them feels shaky, uncertain, there's a lot of doubt, a lot of a crap bubbles up to the surface in those moments. And it can kind of go two ways. It can go, we bypass it, we ignore it, we just power on. You will still merge into the next version, definitely. In my opinion, it'll be a somewhat diluted version, though, of you. Um, because you have bypassed the learning curve. Or the second option is you look at it. You look at the beast, you look at the fears that are coming up, the things that are bubbling up, and you do something about it. You try to shift them, you try to heal them, you try to move them as opposed to suppress them. And I don't mean healing them with just pretty affirmations, because... Yes, affirmations are nice and helpful, but if we don't do the inner work, if we don't do the healing, an affirmation really is just a band-aid. It's just a band-aid that covers up more. And in today's episode, very interestingly, I will also take you on a bit of a journey that might help you uncover a little bit more about you. But before we get there, let's just talk a little bit more about this feeling, this stuckness. Because from a human perspective, it does feel so big, so huge, right? And it feels like it's everlasting. And there's no end in sight. And, and people all of a sudden have changed or they're treating us in a different way. Perhaps even we get triggered by them. And often it's not that they have changed, but it is us who are changing. And what is happening for them is they're witnessing this growth. They're witnessing that something is different about you. And yes, perhaps they're working on their own journey, right? They're working, trying to figure out their own path. But if they see you actually starting to make progress and um, starting to move ahead, what they attach to it is the meaning that you're moving away from them. And when that happens, people tend to grab onto you like as if you were a floating board and there's a sea full of people drowning and it's first come, first serve. And you're grabbing desperately to this little piece of wood to stay afloat. Because you're moving forward, you're moving ahead, and, and they're still here stuck. So that will, in itself, create conflict. And I can give you a great example. One of them is, for example, if you decide you want to get fit, you want to lose some weight maybe, you start going to the gym, you start eating healthier. So naturally, things start to change, you start to lose the weight, you look better, you look fitter, right? Everything that you wanted. And your friend, let's say, had the same desires, but not the same will. And so she's still here at the beginning, 
but she sees you doing all this progress and you feel better and so you know perhaps you act a little bit you know differently because you're happier and that can be triggering because essentially it feels like you're leaving them behind now this will not be a conversation around how to handle these um, relationships but it will give you hopefully insight into what is happening for you so that you then can have this higher perspective and then you can tackle these relationships um, situations that are happening in your life so as we are in this brief moment where we are growing and expanding and it feels like it's everlasting um, I like to think of it as the chrysalis you know where the caterpillars going into this chrysalis now the chrysalis it may look cute it may look like a warm cocoon where the caterpillar goes to sleep but it really isn't that pleasant there's a lot of gooey weird stuff that happens to this caterpillar to literally pull them apart and mold it into this butterfly and so as this caterpillar awaits you know patiently and goes through this life-changing metamorphosis rather painful and it goes through it because the goal is to become this butterfly now the caterpillar can't choose to just opt out like that's not an option right and, and also the caterpillar can decide how long he gets to be in this chrysalis it is what it is but it's a brief moment and the same for you beautiful light beam the same thing is happening for you you are just in this little phase and as long as you can realize this and know that this is what's happening um, and then take of course aligned action things will move forward much quicker you will grow and evolve now around this time when people come to me what really helps them is um, to know their life lessons because when you know your life lessons and let me just quickly explain what life lessons are for those of you who maybe are not familiar with it yet maybe you've never heard me talk about it life lessons are like these threads that weave through your life and they um, they sort of give meaning to why you're here and this is from a human's perspective right knowing your life lessons is to understand circumstances that have happened in your life understand the people that have been put on this path to teach you about your life lessons or to support you in reaching them and i see them as these wonderful guides that our soul has chosen for us to interact with because interacting with them invites us into this learning it provides opportunities for us to learn our life lessons and life lessons is exactly why a soul will come down here to earth and have this human experience this human experience to learn to evolve 
to explore. It's like almost it's on a mission here. And if we want to take it a little bit out of focus, out of perspective, let's look at it this way. Your life as this spiritual multidimensional being is phenomenal. Out there, things happen so fast because you're not in this dense human body. You can move, you can transport yourself from one place to another, you can telepathically communicate you can create things things are fantastic over there and things happen so fast there's so much love and healing that goes on on the other side and then the soul will decide to come down to this earth life and have this brief moment as a human this short moment that to us humans i mean let's say 100 years even 80 years right feels like wow it's 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 a big life it's it's a lot but to a soul especially when time isn't linear there it's it's a drop in the ocean it's 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 a moment but it has this moment and then it goes back and it has this amazing amazing life um, on the other side now, what I find really, really interesting is almost when you look at it, it feels like this earthly life is that brief moment between growths, you know, between your old self and your new self. Because there's always something that the soul will, would have learned and taken back. Even if it hasn't mastered its life lesson, it will grow, it will learn. There's stuff that needs to heal from. So... This earthly life is in many ways that in-between period. And the way we maneuver through it, despite what others have led us to believe, has nothing to do with what they say, what he says, what your parents think what so-and-so feels, what the teacher, what the priest told you you should. You can listen to them. Of course you can, right? But ultimately, you will make the decision. And whatever decision it is, whether you follow along and do what you know, you've been told is the right way to go, or whether you go and do your own thing, the consequences will always, always be yours. So, beautiful life beam. You can listen to others, right? And and get their input and, and question. And, you know, and I see this so many times when our parents, older generations who were brought up that you need to go into the school system finish that, go to university, nothing below. And when you finish that, you start a job and you work your ass off there till you're ready to retire. And your work gives you a beautiful golden watch or a pen or just a shake, pat on the back, and off you go. You retire at an age where you've got aches in your body, pains, and you really maybe are not even physically able 
to enjoy life anymore. I mean, have you ever heard your parents, grandparents say that, you know, you have to work hard while you're young and save as much money as possible so that you can enjoy life once when you're old? My family has totally bought into this belief. Working hard and saving money so that you can enjoy life when you're old. Let's think about this for a moment. When you're old, older, when you are at an age where you are deemed okay to retire, like how physically fit do you, do you think you will be? And kudos to all my listeners who are at that retirement age and they're feeling fantastic. My beautiful in-laws retired way before they you know, were deemed eligible for retirement because they wanted to enjoy their life while they are still fit and healthy. And oh my gosh, that is, I admire that so much. Because life is meant to be lived, not stored away, not kept safe, not, you know, saved for a special occasion. Life is meant to be lived right now, right here, right now, in this moment. Because everything that you have right now in this moment is exactly what you need to build this beautiful life. There's nothing outside of you. And if you decide, okay, one day in two years, one day when kids have grown up, I'm going to do this. One day when I retire, I'll have more time, so I'll do this. That time may never come. And when it does come, if you're one of the few lucky ones and that time comes, then you don't know whether you will still feel the same way. You don't know whether you will still have this passion for traveling. You don't know if you will be able to travel. You don't know what will happen between now and then that will force you to maybe put that money towards something else. Now, I have been fortunate or unfortunate to witness family members leaving this world way way too soon and it wasn't just one i mean my mom my dad my grandparents they all left way before their retirement age and i say that i was fortunate and unfortunate because as sad as it was I experienced mortality when for a lot of people who have not experienced death of a loved one, it feels like a strange concept, like a foreign thing, like something that's not going to happen to them. But let me be very, very clear. When our soul decides on this road trip and it plans the road trip from A to B. B is death. B is the exit point. 
So it's inevitable, right? Like it will happen. And the more we start kind of procrastinating and thinking and believing that we have all this time ahead of us, and yet at the same time, we're constantly told that we are running out of time. There's not enough time. Everything has to be done super fast, super quick. Watch videos on two times the speed. You know, listen to books instead of read. You've got to get there fast. You've got, you know, you've got to have after school activities because God forbid your kids don't have after school activities. So you've got to run from your work, pick them up, give them quick lunch, send them off, you know, and it's this rush, rush, rush. So we're being... You know, we're caught up in this rat race of it's a fast-paced life, but at the same time, we anticipate that your life will continue for a very, very, very long time. So, therefore, you can put things off. Now, this is why we feel stuck or lost, because we're caught in between these two polarities of life passing us by and we're missing out on something and everyone seems to be doing something with their life something meaningful they're making money in their business and i'm still stuck here where i was last year you know and time is escaping and it's 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 going so fast but at the same time we're allowing ourselves to sit with these emotions and procrastinate right because I mean, I get a client who wants to build her business. She's super, super, super keen. She wants to grow it. She's ready to do whatever it takes. But then gets so hung up on not going live, not stepping out of her spiritual closet, worries about what so-and-so will think, worries about how family will perceive her. These are all illusions, right? They're not real. These are like these little obstacles. And, and yet we when we sit with them and we indulge in them and we don't move past them, we just let them be our crutches, we are procrastinating and we're not moving forward. And so this feeling of feeling lost or stuck is because you're right in the middle there of this one-sided, you know, very fast-paced life. We gotta keep up with the Joneses. We gotta, you know, acquire things. We gotta, you know, make the most of our time, make more money. But at the same time, we have all this time, and you know, get stay in your job. You know, go and do university, and then do another course maybe, and educate yourself on this. You have plenty of time. There's no need to rush, right? ideally you want to stay in that job till they kick you out hopefully they won't and then you can retire at the age of what 65 or 70 or something and then you'll have still time to travel well I call BS on that I call BS on that because my dad thought he has all this time his wish was to live here for six months and go back to his beloved Poland and live there for six months to have the best of both worlds and I remember when he said it to a few family members and at work people were like oh well you're being a bit greedy right like having your cake and wanting to eat it too right um 
And I noticed that he was procrastinating. He was stalling. He had these excuses why he can't make it happen right now. Um, he can't. He just can't. It was either because I was at uni, my sister was at uni, something else was happening. He might be up for a promotion. By the way, he never can. There was always something. And he had all this time. And even when he was ill in 2018, at the beginning of 2018, he would not take out his, you know, savings, his super, quit his job and just enjoy the rest of his life. However much he had left at that time and we weren't sure at that stage. It wasn't until almost two months before he actually passed away when things started spreading. He was physically unable to go to work that he reluctantly decided to take a break from work not even quit he kept his options open but reluctantly you know step away and focus on his recovery he wouldn't take out his super till the very last moment when he was in hospital about to have brain surgery and it was more because you know he wanted to make sure that his family had money um so what that taught me is that we don't have the luxury of sitting and procrastinating and wondering what am i here to do what is my purpose or indulging in this feeling of stuckness and and being lost we really don't and i don't mean to say that we are at the same time don't have the time where you are right now is exactly where you need to be and if you desire to be somewhere else then you need to you need to get clear about it and know where you want to go and you know where it starts it doesn't start with my parent was right because they said I should have gone to university and I didn't or my friend is doing this she told me I should have done this and I didn't it starts with you beautiful light beam it starts with you. Sit down. Write out the things that you desire. In fact, I'll tell you what. This is my favorite exercise. This is what I wanted to tell you. It's my favorite exercise that I like to do with my clients. Inspired and gifted to me by my guides. Write out your most perfect day. Your most perfect day Write it though like as if it's the end of that day already and you're recalling it. Um, maybe it's a diary entry, maybe you're writing a letter. So you got to write it in the present tense or past tense, like as if it already happened or it's happening now. And I want you to really just forget about shoulds and coulds and is it possible is this possible for me? Am I worthy of it? Forget about all that. Just be like a child that is just sitting down and writing from the heart, from that crazy little mind that knows no limits and just write it out. Write it out. No limitations, no holding back. Because I tell you, you will get so very clear when you let go of the shoulds, the coulds, the musts, the whatever. 
you will become so clear in what you want your life to look like. And when you know what you want your life to look like, the next step is to get aligned with it. Because here's the thing, your, your mind doesn't know the difference between reality or what you tell it is happening right now. And so when you visualize, right, when you start writing it on paper, visualize and read it back, what happens is we get your mind on board. We get your mind on board. We get your mind on board and it will start showing you evidence in your physical world of it being possible. It is coming as opposed to, as in this new reality is coming as opposed to showing you evidence of the lag, the, how miserable your life is, how bad your life is, how stuck you are, right? The reason your mind is doing this is because it wants to keep you in a certain pattern, a pattern that is safe, familiar, because that means survival. So we need to retrain your mind. The best way to get it on board is by giving it a job, giving it something to do, visualizing. So let me take you on a little journey. If you are listening to this while you're driving, then perhaps come back to this moment um, at a different time when you are at home, when you have a moment to yourself. This will be a very short visualization, but I want to take you on this journey. And, I, and this is something that you can actually do by yourself to get very clear about um, what you want. And hopefully this will help you get through this little uncomfortable period of, you know, growth. where You may feel stuck or lost. All right. So if you are good to go. Close your eyes for a moment. Just relax. Take a deep breath into your belly. Expand that belly and exhale. Releasing anything that no longer serves you. And take another deep breath in, into your belly and out. One more time, in, into your belly, blow up that belly like a balloon and exhale and now i want to draw your attention to your mind where your third eye is but a little bit back it's almost like your mind is a stage and or room in fact and you're standing back behind it and you can see it right in front of you now notice how cluttered it is. There's boxes there, blocks that, you know, hold you back. Someone has placed them there. And I want you to clear them. Just remove all of them. Just get rid of them one by one. Throw them to the side. Throw them up. Pop them. Whatever you want to do, just get rid of them. Good. And now that your space feels a little bit more clearer, let's take a look around. Now I can see that you have other people there. This might sound weird, but other people who might be giving you input or well-meaning advice. And they're there. 
perhaps even you've had an argument with someone and their voice is still there. So let's get rid of that too. Just let go. Move them out. Make them disappear. Beautiful. Now let's sweep up that stage. Let's make it all dust free so that there's no static. Just give it a good sweep, swirl around. As you're listening to this and you're sweeping away, I'm doing a little bit of energy work on my end so that whenever you listen to this, you will feel this energy coming through, helping you amplify it all. Okay, so we've swept up and now I want you to sit in the audience. So there's no one there. It's like an empty theater. And I want you to sit in the audience, sit in the first row or wherever you can see the stage clearly. Elevate it and you can get a good view of what is happening on that stage. So just before we were behind the stage, now we're going to sit in the audience. And now I want you to turn on the light so that the stage lights up. I want you to sit back in your seat. Take a deep breath in and out. What do you notice is coming up on the stage? It's your life, your ideal, perfect day, year. It's a play, a play of your perfect life. Just allow it to come through. Just notice what happens. I will let you enjoy it for a moment. Hmm. I hope this was wonderful. I hope that you felt it really. Not just seen it, but felt it. Okay, lights go off. We're coming back. Back. Back into your body. So just wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, your shoulders, your neck. Take a deep breath in and out. And if you happen to have pen paper, Write down what you saw. Just remind yourself again of what you saw. Now this is my favorite way to kind of get through that period where I might be feeling lost or stuck. And so you can use this and come back to it uh, many, many times. Do it even daily if you like. To really get very specific and clear. And if you didn't see anything today, just know that as you do it more often, you will see things. But it's not just about the seeing. Notice how you feel or what you may know is coming on. All right, beautiful light beam. I will be saying goodbye now to you till next week, till we have a fabulous 
one year episode and I'm so excited. Please let me know how you felt, how this episode landed for you, how you felt during the journey um, of your life, picturing it. Um, just, yes, reach out, let me know. I would love to hear from you your takeaways from this episode. And as always, sending you so much love. Bye for now.